What is up, guys? Uh, welcome to the first episode or this part of the episode of, of this podcast. So for right now, we're just going to um, introduce the podcast and what we're doing. Right now, we're just two people talking, and we're going to see how this works out and if people enjoy hearing us talk. So the first person that I have for my pilot-type episode is a good friend of mine, Katie, and she's super smart, and she's fun to talk to. So welcome on to my first podcast. Well, thank you, Jeremy. I'm so honored to be your first guest. <sighs> it's exciting. It's kind of fun. I don't know. I talk a lot. So um, I, I think, love it. And I think we have, yeah, I think we have pretty good conversations. So just, you know, having a, a space to do it where people could maybe give some feedback would be, kind of be fun. Absolutely. All right. So you want to know what my first topic is? I would love to know your first topic. Okay. Is. My first topic that I was thinking about was it kind of came up this morning when I was driving, which a lot of mine do, but I, I was thinking about prostitution and whether or not I felt like it should be legalized. A, a kind of a weird one, I know. But, <laughs> but um, well, it's, so hear me out. So here's my thought. Like, I was thinking about it, and I and I thought, you know, being the old, world's oldest profession, right, and mm-hmm. something you could make money on. Um, a, a friend of mine, we're having a discussion about the government kind of having their fingers in what we do. And uh, when it comes to fingering, you know, <laughs> you know what comes to mind. Mm-hmm. But um, so, you know, my my from, coming from like where I'm from, it just seems like obviously like a morality issue. Right. I was raised pretty, um, pretty fundamental Christian. So the human yes, body we is taboo. Yes. And sex is ugly. Those ankles, though. And not, not <laughs> to be shared among people that aren't trying to start a family. So that said, um, yeah. And I kind of went on this little rant about about how I feel. So I want to ask you what you feel about it. Um, and then like, so obviously there's a couple cons, right? When we're talking about prostitution, um, you know, the obvious ones are a lot of times prostitutes right now where it's illegal are, you know, they're abused yes. because there's no regulation on it. And there's, there's, there's no, <laughs> there's no prostitutes, sex workers. There's, unions no, safety net. there's no one watching out for yeah. them. Yeah. So they're, they're all freelancers and it's, right now like it's a pretty dangerous job absolutely like, you know like it's dangerous for their customers it's dangerous for them and you know everything i've seen on people that are like illegally hooking i guess is the term for it i guess um, <laughs> is you know they get beat up they get you know in, in really bad situations so like absolutely that would for sure be a con but right um i i just see it it almost seems like it's the government's way, one of the government's ways of sticking their fingers in, like, things that we do with our body. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I mean, if you look, the way I kind of look at it where you mentioned earlier that if someone's really good at being a masseuse or they're really good at being, I don't know, a doctor or they're really good at being a nurse, um, anything with their hands or a firefighter, these are all things that we can learn to do. Um, and sex is one of those things that some of us are really fucking good at it and some of us aren't. But Very true. You know, I think, too, that with prostitution, they can really teach people how to do things. And so they're not, you know, looking in back alleys, yeah. um, cam girls, those types of things, like all the stuff that we have available to us that we can pay for over the Internet without you actually touching the person. I don't really see a big difference. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, so you mentioned like the masseuse thing. So, yeah, when it comes to like massage, right, there's people and you can get a massage from head to toe. Right. All the way from a foot massage to your legs. It feels great when someone massages. Oh, your butt cheeks. Your, your butt cheeks, your back. Oh, man. Your, you know, like all the parts of your, your neck, your scalp even. But, Hell yeah. you know, we draw we draw the line when it comes to like touching someone's privates because it's, I mean, because it's like potentially too much money or or maybe just like 
different energies get yeah people are really i think really embarrassed about them themselves or they're not really confident or you know a body's a body Um, yeah but i'm thinking that people could really benefit from prostitution once like regulated the girls we talked about earlier in nevada where it is legal um they're very happy they're i mean there's so much research done on them um they're clean they get tested constantly um they make tons of money and a lot of them don't even do it for that long yeah, it's a stepping stone. To yeah, do for sure. Else. Like I don't know, it, it's just one of those things where you there's so many things that we do in our own personal lives that um, you know I, I actually like the way you mentioned it as being like an educational tool too because there's definitely some people out there that could use some improvement and um, there's you know you would think if someone's a sex worker they have a lot of experience and mm-hmm. they could enhance people's lives if that. So I know, I mean, I know, I know we're not like hitting on both ends of this. Right. We, we're kind of on the same page as far as opinions go. So there's not, we're not throwing a lot of cons out there, but let's just talk about the cons, right? So, um, you, you know, the government basically from, from, from what we're looking at is saying that they think that having sex workers will, um, actually create a demand for more prostitution. Mm-hmm. Like trafficking, they, yeah. Right. Might, or, or trafficking or like might create a market that's not there. Do you, do you feel like that's true? I kind of feel like the contrary. I feel the contrary as well. Um, I don't, I mean, I'm not an expert on this by any means. Um, I do love my documentaries and all that kind of stuff on sex, but um, I feel like the government, if it was regulated, just like marijuana, everything that we have going on, all this stuff is being legalized, uh, it wouldn't be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, isn't everyone who's running our country fucking people anyway constantly left and right well i think that's you bring up a good point and that is really like everybody likes to have sex Mm -hmm. i would say like in general most people like to have sex and it's something that we something that we do in our free time something we do recreationally something with ourselves yeah yeah. for that so it's like it's a part of our life but um you know if if the government could figure out how to monetize it correctly i really think they would i don't know that it's even though on this end of the world right in the usa we, our, our United States government, let me clarify, um, was founded on religion and religious freedoms and all of, all of how that works. I think we're headed towards a society where it's permissive of people kind of doing what they want to do, right? Like, yes, do what you want to do with your own body. Right. I mean, you, we can walk into a strip club. Exactly. Like sex sells um, and it always will, always has. Like you said, oldest profession on this planet. Yeah, yeah, being the oldest profession that you could actually do, it's an exchange, and it's a pretty fucking honest exchange if you if you really think about it, right? It's something. Goods for goods, yes. Yeah, it's something I like, and I'm exchanging money for that, and then you take that money and you you contribute to the economy, however you decide to contribute to the economy with it. Well, the taxes too that can be placed on it can be used for really good things. It could be used for sex ed. It could be used for. Um, educate you know educating not just students not just you know uh in in high school but in colleges um just advertising advertising safe sex advertising um you know go to the doctor get your get your checks done a lot of people don't like to do that and other people you know do put it off put it off put it off that that kind of money that revenue can be used in wildly amazing amounts of things that we wouldn't have to deal with you know these STDs, the abortions, the I don't know. I think it could minimize a lot of issues that we yeah. have. Well, one thing that I thought about earlier um, is it's kind of funny because if you really think about it, prostitution kind of is legal 
in almost in a lot of states, but they just call it pornography, right? Mm. So it's legal if someone's mm-hmm. filming you and if you're <laughs> making money on it, and then the government gets their cut. Oh. It just seems like that would be a like if it's organized, it's legal. So it, my opinion is, it should be at least you know like decriminalized. If nothing else, like hey, dude, um, you decriminalized know. at at on which like the like the girls themselves or like the men because really on both levels. I mean, just just personally, I think um, now one of the issues that comes up when we're talking about. Uh, sex and sex workers and and prostitutes and stuff like that is is human trafficking, and that I think, personal opinion, um, and once again I'm just talking here, is like it feels like that the human trafficking is alive because that um, people are able to obtain sex that way when they normally wouldn't be able to mm-hmm. if they have the money to do it. So it's almost like the bootleg version. Like a like alcohol like the prohibition version of Hell sex yeah. workers. That's, <laughs> right? I never thought of it like that. Like it, it's 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 available. It's way worse, right? Like just like prohibition was. It's way worse if you get caught and stuff like that. But once the prohibition was gone and the stigma was gone behind it, <clears throat> there's a pretty there's a pretty healthy alcohol industry now. Like a widely acceptable. Yeah, and it's socially acceptable. It's less taboo to drink. Mm-hmm. So it's encouraged. Right. <laughs> strongly. <laughs> yeah, it's strongly encouraged. So for me, it just happens to be one of those things that's like, you know, I, I it, when it comes to stuff that's illegal, I think I think Katie, like you're and my generation, Generation X, um, millennials, whatever, we, we have an idea about stuff that isn't necessarily black and white when it comes to legal and illegal. Mm-hmm. Right. People experiment with drugs, a lot of drugs, uh, of street drugs. drugs, street drugs are illegal. Right. But if you could if you could find a way to regulate them, they'd be safer. So yes. like if I bought a gram of Molly um, from someone on the street, I don't know what's in it. Just like if you just like if you buy some pussy on the street, you don't know what's in it. Um, it's, it's hard Take to say. It's hard to say like um, if if it would be, um, you know, if, if it could be regulated, if it could be safely regulated, if you could have sex workers that were tested. Um, and held to some kind of standards. Absolutely, there would be a real benefit. There, you know, the in this, the only thing that I have to uh, compare it to is obviously Nevada, and they've done it right, man. Like they, they pay them well. They're in really safe conditions. Um, they screen all of their <clears throat> their clients, whatever you want to call them. Um, I, I think that it would take a lot of those that that street crime, that that hardcore drug, the gutter shit, um, and it would make it safer. And the oh. girls would have a, a good place to go to. If you all you have in your life or all you want to do is to sell your body because you're fucking good at it, do it. Right. You can be good at it and, and, and get paid well to do it. But just like anyone who works in a bank, we all expect to be safe. We go right. to a grocery store, we expect to be safe. Right. And I, I think that regulating it, legalizing it, regulating it would do wonders for all of us. Have you ever heard anything about the kind of money they make in those places? Like they, they, I mean, they make like thousands and thousands of dollars off of sometimes like just one client. It, I, I mean, that, it seems, it seems me. gnarly. Like, dude, I mean. So do you think that if it became more mainstream, would it become like. Cheaper. Yeah. Like, sure. Get, get, I mean, get, it seems like, I, I mean, here. think about the weed thing. Like when it, like we're, we keep, oh, we keep referencing right. like drugs and, and sex together because there are two things that a lot of people enjoy. 
Um, but like when it, when, when weed was super illegal, people very close to me, allegedly, um, used to make like, you know, $25, $2,800 a pound of good indoor weed. Oh yeah. And now that like, now it's legal, it's like but the market's kind of, it's super cheap now, Dude. right? You could get, you, uh, you could get an ounce, yeah, an ounce for, for 80, bucks. 90 bucks. Yeah. Um, whereas opposed, whereas, you know, you, you used to be able to have to pay Dude. 280 or whatever. Oh man, ounces. Oh, yeah. I mean, shitty ounces were like 120. So drawing this parallel is like, it, it could actually be kind of cool in a way. I'm wondering what also, like, if it was cheaper though, and if there was a lot more people doing it, how many people would do it, which would probably actually make it safer too. I feel like it would take a long time for that stigma to be lifted. Um, true. To be true. like a sex worker where you're like a, a, a fucking janitor. Just like yeah. socially. Yeah, yeah, like that. That tier is, you know, you're you're a banker, you're a CEO, or you're a sex worker. You know, I'm a, I was a phlebotomist, and now it's like I work in a in a warehouse. Yeah. You know, I I am I am by no means up here. But to be able to tell people, yeah, I'm a sex worker, and that to be like a respected thing, is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah, and yeah. and for it to kind of like you said, alcohol to it become, eh, it's mainstream, or weed, eh, weed's mainstream now. Yeah, so, I I mean, I yeah, it, it would be an interesting thing, and I guess you would be the right person to ask because you're you're um you know, a, a pretty, pretty feminist type person. Do you believe that like a lot of the reason why it's repressed or a lot of the reason why sexuality in itself is repressed is, is like has to do with the patriarchy. And I hate to use that word just because it has so much negative connotation, but like as far as discouraging people from expressing themselves, do you think like that has so much to do, has a lot to do with the fact that we've, we've really kind of like everyone kind of like has poo pooed, so far, you know, the, the whole prostitution thing mainstream? I Yeah, I think so. And the fact that it's always been done in dark alleys. I mean, since, you know, minus the Greeks and the Romans and however it had, they, you know, they were opulent with their sex, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just became taboo. And especially in our country, like if you look in any other European country, I mean, the nude beaches are, we have one here. Right. You know, I yeah. mean, it's just, we are so fucking so guys, big old sticks up our asses you know and about that type of thing about sex and bodies you are very different you come from a completely different cut of cloth my friend um and that is so refreshing i i mean well i mean t- yeah i guess just i, I kind of see it as everybody has a body and i think people should be able to to express themselves the way they want um i think coming from a relatively from like a really conservative background i've been able to see both ends of the fence really well yeah. um, because I was immersed really well into Central Coast California culture. That's that's pretty permissive and pretty progressive overall. So seeing seeing two completely different sides of the coin, whereas, you know, growing up like religious was, you know, the, the morality and chastity was really valued. Yes. To um, a culture right in, in, here in California that's like um, a little more open, but still not, I don't think ready in any way shape or form for like mainstream sex work yeah and where sex workers in other countries um do like can um like what is the red light district i'm blanking on right in amsterdam Amsterdam, yeah yeah. um so i i guess we can look at studies of that city their taxes um how it works minus tourism a bunch of you know jackasses going into that country and running amok um sure but i mean i everyone i mean i don't i've never been there but I guess we can take a look and see the effects of it on like that type of things in 
the public eye. Yeah, I think it would have to be a very, very objective look too. And and if you open that scope up to like international, you know, and 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 here I'm kind of fighting my own point, but if you open that that scope up internationally and you're looking at um, places like Thailand, mm -hmm. where sex work is a really big deal, but it's very unregulated, I wonder, you know, you you, you almost want to like point to the infrastructure of the of the country itself mm -hmm. not being being oh, to blame yes right? and that's exactly what i was going to ask you is that in amsterdam like <clears throat> excuse me the government like what are the rules that they put in what are the regulations um and how is it affected it and how do they maintain it you know do they have officers you know do they have like how where does those tax money go to i mean maybe it's just dispersed everywhere right. it's for the the streets the road i don't know yeah i'm sure they have their own division of um you know of people that that kind of regulate sex work but you know that falling underneath the umbrella of just like public health um you know it's about i mean let's be honest we're kind of coming off the cuff here so like doing doing our homework on this thing like it wasn't something we got too far into this is just a conversation yeah no we didn't but, do that research on this. but at, at the end of the day you kind of have to view it as um i think this is a real topic and i think it's something that that even though it's uncomfortable and it's a lot of it is is, is just whispered around behind closed doors you, you can't get around the fact that people like sex. People like talking about sex. <laughs> right. right? Oh, it's it's a, what we're doing. It, oh, yeah. We talk about it all the time. Um, and people like watching people have sex on TV. People like, you know, it's just a part of who we are. It's inherently a part of who we are. It's like watching a, a fire or a car crash. Yeah. yeah. Well, it depends, how you, it depends how you <laughs> If you're watching somebody fucking and it's like a fire, I definitely Well, I just mean, you know, like my, my, my steady gaze. I do have a question. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for sure. I do have a question for you. Um, it's kind of just popped in my head. So, you know, like you said, Thailand, in, in the all these footnotes said Netherlands, Amsterdam, where it is legalized. So do you think the government was like, God damn it, just legalize it? Like, fine, fine, you guys. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. And, and I'm sure that there's like a real answer for that that I'm just not aware of, aware of. Or maybe it's just always been like that. And they've decided to they're like, listen, OK, like we're not going to get a handle on people people having sex for money but maybe what we could do is try to figure out a way to get our you know to, to get a finger in the in the pie yeah. <laughs> yeah. i was hoping you were gonna say a finger in the butt but uh, it never listen, came <laughs> that's extra okay oh just, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding it's free for you um rad so um you know a, a couple of the things that that um that came up was uh, economic responsibility and, and sort of like our um, moral, you, you know, scope on it. Um, so we're interested to hear what you have to say about it and um, and things that yes. we've left out. This is this is once again just kind of like a test to see how we do. And uh, we'll do better next time. And we'll definitely do better <laughs> next time. We'll come in. Um, we'll come in uh, a little more prepared to to make this work. But um, so congratulations on being. One of our first. Uh, congratulations on being my first guest. <laughs> Thank first you. Off. Um, We've been talking about this for so long. I know, I know, and and so um, it's a little choppy and it's not perfect, but it's something that was kind of fun to do. So we'll see. It is. I can't wait to um, do this again. I, you think you're gonna like your own voice? I think I'm gonna hate it. I definitely hate my own voice. Yeah, I actually really not looking forward to listening <laughs> to this. <laughs> Guys, we are approaching the 20 minute mark. Um, thanks for being so, with us. Yeah, thanks for hanging in there with us during our talk. Uh, we probably weren't insanely fun, but you know what? We no. might have been. You might have been into We it. enjoyed each other's company, so fuck y'all. Yeah, I mean, I definitely <laughs> like talking about sex, so this is going to be one we'll of my favorites. We'll talk more about sex. That's, yeah, for sure. Probably we'll as soon as a, we Bring in a couple off. guests. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time, be good humans. Thanks so much for helping out, Katie. And yes. uh, we will talk to you Make soon. Make good choices. Make good choices. Be better.